This is the Bent on Better Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome to the Bent on Better Podcast, where better means becoming the best you. And now your host, the guy who may love Game of Thrones more than Breaking Bad, Matt April. What is going on, Better Nation? Matt April here, and joining us today, all the way from Brisbane, Australia, is our guest, Amy Chatwin. Amy is a blogger behind Thoroughly Nourished Life, a vegetarian, gluten-free website that balances healthy bites and sweet treats. Amy is a former dietitian and exercise physiologist, and most importantly, she loves food and wants everyone to know how delicious it can be to live a thoroughly nourished life life. Amy is truly bent on better. Amy, I've given Better Nation just a little insight. So take a moment, share a bit more about yourself, and then we'll get into the show. Excellent. Hi, everyone. Um, Well, my healthy journey really started um, when I was at university, and I studied nutrition, dietetics, and human movement studies. And after that, I worked as a weight loss research dietitian working with breast cancer survivors, which I really loved. Um, Although I don't work in that field anymore, I still focus on, you know, I, I really enjoy listening to healthy podcasts and reading a lot of research journals and things like that to keep my hand in the pie. Um, My own personal health journey didn't start till I was about halfway through university, which is a bit ironic considering what I was studying. Um, And that was when I really started shifting my own focus towards being healthier and practicing what I was preaching. That's so fascinating that it it took you halfway into your university studies to actually start developing the habits that you have and that you share now. Amy, before we actually start the podcast, we start every podcast with some sort of motivational mantra, a success quote of sort. So please share with us your motivational mantra or success quote and why you chose that quote. So my quote is from Rent, the musical, which, uh, I don't know if a lot of people find music inspiring. I suppose some people do. But there's a line in one of the songs that says, no day but today. And that's my healthy mantra that I repeat to myself every day. And um, before I have, before I race a half marathon or something, I actually write that phrase on my arm because there's no, you don't have any other time. You only have the time that you're living in right now. So that there is no day but today to do, to make yourself healthy, to live life the way you want to. Absolutely. It's simple. Don't wait. The time will never be just right. You have to take the time of the present to live your life because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Exactly. Now what I would like for you to do is bring us to that moment in time where becoming better was not your goal. Maybe it was a time that you just weren't as fit or healthy, but Take us to that time where becoming better was not your goal. So I was a normal little kid and as I got into my teens, I get, got a bit chubbier and you know put on a bit of weight and I was teased quite a lot at school. Um, you know, I was the little short fat kid with glasses and a really bad haircut. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I had lots of really great friends, but I was bullied quite a bit for my weight um and then 
you know, I lost a little bit when I got a little bit older, but when I got into university, I, um, I was under a lot of pressure. I was studying a full-time plus load and working and traveling quite a bit to get to university every day from where I lived. And I just piled on the weight. I got up to about 175, 180 pounds. So uh, it wasn't a healthy weight, but I couldn't see it on myself. I always knew I was, uh, you know, overweight. And even though I was studying, you know, to help other people lose weight, to help other people be healthier in their own lives, I wasn't living that life. I, I suffered from depression and for me, overeating was my compensation for that. I couldn't see that I was depressed, so I would just eat to cope with the hole inside me that I hadn't really understood was there yet. And so I would just, yeah, I would binge eat at night. I would cry and eat and study and just I was just existing. I wasn't really living during that time. And towards the end of my uni degree, um, about halfway through, my best friend really gave me a wake-up call. And then a, a mentor of mine also gave me a wake-up call and told me to just to get it together, to just get my life together. And, you know, I was worth more than that. I was, I was capable of more than what I was living. So I, I just started where I was. I knew what to do. I knew, you know, I had all the, the science of the background. I just needed to find a way to implement it into my own life. And for me, that meant being kinder to myself. I'm, I'm very hard on myself and I, I still am. And in some ways that's good, you know, it pushes me to succeed at things. But um, I needed to be kinder to my body especially. So I just, I started where I was and I found out how I like to move. You know, I, I love running. I fell in love with running during that time. And that nourishes the physical part of me. You know, it helps me get all my you know, anxiety and anger and just, you know, it just pumps me up. It makes me feel alive. And I found out how I like to eat, you know, and I'm vegetarian for health reasons. I can't actually digest meat properly. Um, I lead, lead a gluten-free life because I can't digest wheat properly either. So I did those things and then I started dealing with the emotional stuff as well and it really just came together. I just found out that I needed to be kinder to myself and find that middle road. And and that's where I am today. Well, all of those things have contributed to making you into that the healthy individual that you are now and the person who continues to help other people, I'm sure, cope with the same sort of issues and problems that you were that you were seeing in your own life. And I mean, just knowing you simply from for the amount of time we've had known each other. I mean, you look great and knowing that you run marathons, I would have never <laughs> known that about you. And so I mean, I applaud you for all the effort you've done so far and all of the work you've put into it. And it's so great to hear that you found something to really help yourself cope with with your feelings. Running is is your release now. I mean, instead of instead of seeking food, which is I think a lot of people do, especially Americans. We, are, we love We're not our food. <laughs> <laughs> we love our food. And so um it's great to it's great to hear someone who doesn't depend on food, someone who has found something so that they're passionate about to um which is healthy cooking and running. So uh, bravo. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Amy, what motivated you, or rather, inspired you to make that change? Was it the was it the the food the food issue that you were talking about earlier? What was it that 
made you become more focused on being better? And why does it continue to motivate and inspire you? Uh, there's a few things. I think firstly, if you love food, you don't use it to abuse yourself. And I think a lot of people confuse a love of food um, and and the use of food to cover up other things. You know, I think you can, like Italians, they love their food. You know, you go to Italy and you don't see that many overweight Italians because they love the food enough to respect it. Um, I think, yeah, you know, love and respect go together in relationships and I think the relationship you have with food is just the same. Um, my motivation, I needed to feel like myself. I needed to feel like I had, you know, a choice over my body and I wasn't being limited or held back by the way I related to my body and my weight. And that gradually, you know, that talked about being kinder to myself. It was fostering that self-love that really motivated me. And now my focus and my motivation is nourishing myself because I know that if I keep my body healthy and my mind healthy, then it means I can reach out and help other people or I can show the people around me the love and respect and support that they deserve. You know, you have to build that strong foundation in yourself before you can help lift other people up. And that's my motivation is to be a strong foundation. I love the way you put that, being a strong foundation, because you need a strong foundation to build anything up, whether it's a person or a, a building. If you if you simply start chucking bricks into a pile and you hope to build a, a huge, huge building, you're not going to have much luck. Whereas if you take the time and lay brick by brick and, and eventually get into this huge building, you'll, you'll get there. But you have to have a strong foundation before you can proceed. So I love that. You said um, fostering the self-love and, and the nourishment for not just your body but your for your, your mind and everything that you do. It's, it's great. I mean there's no question in my mind for why you started Thoroughly Nourished Life. <laughs> it's, it, all, it all makes sense now. Wow. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so Amy, what is your favorite source of inspiration? People. Uh, people I know, people I don't know. Um, I just, I think there's so much power in people and humanity and there's just such a kaleidoscope of humanity and everyone has a different story. I think everyone's coming from somewhere, everyone's fought something, everyone has a story to tell and if you listen hard enough and long enough, people will tell you their story just like you're doing here. So Amy, let's take a quick turn here. What are you most excited about right now? Firstly, I'm really excited because my boyfriend and I finally bought a house, uh, which is, yay, <laughs> so I will have my own strong foundation, um, I hope, if the builders do a good job. Um, and we're going traveling this year. And on a business note, I'm hoping to expand my blog and uh, reach out to other forms of communication with that and just learning how to take that to the, the next level, give it some updates and reach out into other sorts of media. Can you go that. into maybe a little more detail about what you're hoping to do with, with Thoroughly Nourished Life? <laughs> um, well, I'm hoping to work on a book this year. That's my main focus. Every Everyone writes a first bad book. Every writer writes a first bad book. So that's my goal this year is to write the manuscript for a cookbook and 
it doesn't matter if no one picks it up. I just need to know that I've written it and succeeded in meeting that goal for myself. So that's my goal for Thoroughly Nourished Life this year is to to get a cookbook out of it, even if it's just my for myself and my family or, you know, just to work on that. And that's my goal for Thoroughly Nourished Life at the moment. I'm working with a digital magazine for a publication that's coming out, out in February. So there'll be a little feature with Thoroughly Nourished Life in there. And I'm hoping that will lead to some more uh, magazine articles and, um, yeah, onward. That's that's my plan at the moment. That's awesome. I love to hear that you have ambitions and goals and you have set things that you want to do. It's, it's not very broad. You have specific goals that you want to achieve. And I think they're both very attainable for you. I mean, you've had such great success with your blog thus far. And so a cookbook and, and being in a digital magazine – think that's absolutely going to happen and you know what amy i want to book you to come on to my show again down the road when you have your published book so we can promote it on this show again and people can pick up your book oh that's awesome thank you matt (laughs) (laughs) absolutely all right amy so before we get into the speed round i just want to take a quick break the bent on better podcast is brought to you by you Head on over to bentonbetter.com to see how you can keep getting better and subscribe to our email list. Amy, now we've come to one of my favorite parts of the show, the speed round, where I'll (laughs) ask you a series of questions in effort to provide our listeners with the most value in our last few minutes of the show. Sound good? Sounds great to me. What was holding you back from becoming better? I think I was blind to myself, actually. I I think I just, I didn't stop. I felt like I was just racing and racing and racing ahead, you know, going, graduating from high school, getting straight into university. I just didn't take the time to really stop and get to know myself and see what I needed out of the situation. That was, that was it. I just needed to stop and have a look around and see what, was actually going on. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Routine and planning. I am awful. I live with my diary. I practically sleep with it under my bed. (laughs) I, I plan my workouts like their appointments. I like to know that I've got healthy food in the fridge. I think that routine and planning are a really great things for keeping a healthy lifestyle because if you intentionally make the choice to keep health around you you're more likely to choose that because it's easy we're we're programmed to be lazy as human beings and if you've got healthy stuff within reach and you know you've got to stop by the gym on the way home then that's what you're going to do you know what i think that what you just said, that we are programmed to be lazy as human beings, that is one of the truest things that have been said that has been said on my show thus far because it's, <laughs> it's absolutely true. Like as much as I would hate to admit it, I, I, be, both of us being so ambitious, we are both just programmed to be lazy. So, so we have to break out of our mold and how do we do that? We have that with routine and planning. Like you said, planning your workouts, making sure that you have healthy food. That's the same thing that we do here in our household. We have only healthy foods here. And, and, and the best part is if I ever have that urge to have a snack, I go for a healthy snack. So it's, 
it's definitely a planned effort to avoid our our programming. What is your favorite internet resource or app? I love the Map My Run app. Uh, I love seeing the miles add up on that. I'm I'm not a very competitive person except with myself. So I love seeing all the, the little numbers tick over and how many miles I've done per week and how many you know total calories I've burnt. And then at the end of the year, they give you this massive summary of how many times you've run around this circumference of the world. And I just, I like competing with myself. So Map My Run is probably my favorite apart from the podcast app because that's what keeps me out on the road is listening to stuff. If you could recommend just one book to our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan. It's it's probably the book that changed my approach to shopping and eating and got me thinking about how we nourish ourselves and our food system and our planet as a whole. It's a really, really great book. He's written quite a few food-focused books now, but In Defense of Food is probably my favorite of his. And now we've come to the final question. Amy, imagine you woke up one day in someone else's body. You still have all of your current knowledge, but you are in a situation that requires improvement. You may be unfit, unwell, undermotivated, or just want to get better. What are the first three things you would do to start improving your life? So I've got a series of three questions that I would ask myself. And the first one would be, what could I do to be kinder to myself? Because I think you need to start from a place of kindness. The second question uh, would be, what can I do now? What is the one thing when I wake up in that strange body that I can do right now to make a healthier start? And number three would be, how can I keep that going? What can I do to make sure I make that choice next time, that I keep that healthy habit up? So those are the three questions I would ask myself. Amy, before we end our show, what would be your one parting piece of guidance? Please give the best way our listeners can connect with you and then we'll call it a day. Okay. So my parting piece of guidance would be, be kind to yourself, seek balance, be grateful for your life and thoroughly nourish yourself. And you can find me in quite a few places. I'm on the web at thoroughlynourishedlife.com. I'm on Twitter at Amy Chatwin. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash thoroughlynourishedlife. And I'm on Instagram at A Chatwin, where I post way too many photos of food and my dog. <laughs> but we love them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for joining us today and helping us get just a little better. Remember, Better Nation. Even though we may be content with our current situation, there is always room to be better. Now it's time to become the best you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening to the Bent on Better podcast at www.bentonbetter.com.